Welcome back to Your Daily Bible Podcast as we continue through the book of John in John chapter 8. Today we're going to cover a big chunk because it's one uh, very important interaction between Jesus and the crowds at the Feast of the Tabernacles. So let's go ahead and jump right in. John chapter 8 verse 21. Once more Jesus said to them, I'm going away and you will look for me, but you will die in your sin. Where I go, you cannot come. This made the Jews ask, will he kill himself? Is that why he says, where I go, you cannot come? But he continued, you are from below, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. I told you that you would die in your sins if you do not believe that I am he, you will indeed die in your sin. Now. When we read these things in our uh, English language, in your various Bible translations, we can very easily miss incredibly important things that Jesus said. If you notice, if you have your Bibles and you follow along, that the I am he is capitalized in your uh, Bible for a reason. It's because Jesus just used a proper name, the name that God had given to Moses at the burning bush when Moses said, how can I go to Egypt and tell him that you sent me if I don't even know your name? God gave Moses his name, Yahweh, I am. And Jesus just said, if you do not believe that I am he. Verse 25, the Jews definitely noticed the name that Jesus used. They said, who are you? They asked. Basically, this translated would be, who do you think you are? Just what I have been telling you from the beginning, Jesus replied, verse 26. I have much to say in judgment of you, but he who sent me is trustworthy, and what I have heard from him I tell the world. They did not understand that he was telling them about his father, so Jesus said, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he, and that I do nothing on my own, but speak just what the Father has taught me. The one who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do what pleases him. Even as he spoke, many believed in him. Jesus here is talking about his crucifixion. He's talking about when he's lifted up on the cross and dies for the sin of all mankind. When he conquers death once and for all and raises again from the dead, In that, people will see that he truly is who he said he was. I am the eternal one, the one that has always been and the one that will always be. Verse 31, to the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Another incredibly famous statement, and this statement is plastered across American universities. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. But what was the condition to the promise that Jesus gave? Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you are truly my disciples. See, truth doesn't set you free unless that truth is the truth of Jesus Christ. And as we live that truth in our life, it brings us freedom. It's not just facts and information that bring freedom. It's the truth of Jesus Christ and living that out as his disciples that set us free. Verse 33, they answered him, 
We are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves to anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Verse 34, Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, yet you are looking for a way to kill me because you have no room for my word. I am telling you what I have seen in the Father's presence, and you are doing what you have heard from your father. Now Jesus is setting these guys up for a huge bombshell that he's about to bring to them. So he says, I've heard from my father in his presence, speaking of God. And he says, but you're just doing what you hear from your father. The crowd responds, verse 39, Abraham is our father, they answered. If you were Abraham's children, said Jesus, then you would do what Abraham did. As it is, you are looking for a way to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I've heard from God. Abraham did not do such things. You are doing the works of your own father. We are not illegitimate children, they protested. The only father we have is God himself. Notice the progression here. At first, they say, no, we're Abraham's children. And when Jesus challenges that, they go to the next level. No, no, no. We are God's children. Verse 42, Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. For I have come here from God. I have not come on my own. God sent me. Why is my language not clear to you? Because you are unable to hear what I say. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Can any of you prove me guilty of sin? If I'm telling the truth, why don't you believe me? Whoever belongs to God hears what God says. The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. All right, Jesus, that was not very subtle. So let's see how the Jews respond. Verse 48, the Jews answered him, aren't we right in saying that you're a Samaritan and demon possessed? <laughs> so are, basically the Samaritans are the people they hate the very most. And so they say, you know, Jesus, aren't you actually just a Samaritan and the devil is in you? Jesus responds, verse 49, I'm not possessed by a demon, said Jesus, but I honor my father and you dishonor me. I am not seeking glory for myself, but there is one who seeks it and he's the judge. Very truly, I tell you, whoever obeys my word will never see death. At this, they exclaimed, now we know that you are demon possessed. Abraham died and so did the prophets. Yet you say that whoever obeys your words will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham? He died and so did the prophets. Who do you think you are? Verse 54, Jesus replied, If I glorify myself, my glory means nothing. My father, whom you claim as your God, is the one who glorifies me. Though you do not know him, I know him. And if I say I did not, I'd be a liar just like you. But I do know him and obey his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced at the thought of seeing my day. 
he saw it and was glad. You are not 50 years old, they said to him, and you have seen Abraham? Very truly I tell you, Jesus answered, before Abraham was born, I am. Once again, with total clarity, Jesus has just declared exactly who he is. He has used once again the I am statement, Yahweh, the name of God. Jesus applies it to himself and says, before Abraham existed, before any of these things took place, I was around. I am the eternal one. I am the alpha and omega, the beginning and the end. I am God. And the crowd heard him loud and clear. Verse 59. At this, they picked up stones to stone him, but Jesus hid himself, slipping away from the temple grounds. So this is an incredible interaction between Jesus and the Jews. At the end of it, they physically picked up stones to carry out an immediate act of judgment for the crime of blasphemy. They're so upset at the words that Jesus has just spoke that they're ready to carry out the death penalty on the spot. And what was it that has them so upset? Well, Jesus made clear to them that they're not followers of Abraham and not children of God because anyone who follows the teachings of Abraham and anyone who claims to be the children of God receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and as their Savior. Anyone who believes in the Father and really truly follows him will follow Jesus as well because Jesus and the Father are one. Jesus is the exact representation of the Father. So in order to follow him, you have to follow the Son. Let's pray. Father, thank you that you sent your Son, that he brought such clarity in his teaching to us that he didn't hide his words, that he didn't try to make the crowds happy, but that he spoke the words that lead us to eternal life. Thank you for your word that's been preserved to us, and I pray that your Holy Spirit would help it to come alive in our hearts today. In Jesus' name, amen.